The following resource is presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to ZPod, an outreach ministry of Identity Matters podcast. ZPod is focused on addressing the worldview issues relating to the millennial generation and their children, Generation Z. Our new podcast series reveals the importance of the indwelt believer knowing and understanding who they are in Christ. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to ZPod with Dr. Stephen Finney. This is part B. In the Septuagint, it says it almost perfectly. It says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the clever understanding of the clever I will hide. So now you have, from the original text, a clear statement that this wisdom that these wise people are hanging on to is going to be destroyed. Secondly, it's the clever understanding. Oh, I get that. Oh, I've heard that message before. Oh, I understand the indwelling language. Oh, I read through the dictionary. Oh, you want me to do that assignment again? Why would you have me do that when I have been teaching the exchanged life for 20 years? Then where's the evidence that demands the verdict of your confession? For I know it not. Satan, you're a liar. And the truth does not live in you. The word for destroy in the Greek, meaning to bring to death. Hebrew, it's abad, meaning have no way to flee to be made void. Doesn't exist anymore. Not letting it run out of the building. There's no running and hiding. You can run, but you can't hide. That's how I viewed it when I read it. No matter which original word we use, it is evident that God will end the wisdom of man and make it completely void of any kind of potency. I believe the method of modern man is gaining earthly, natural, and demonic wisdom is through worldly forms of education or Christianized worldly forms of education. If someone is educating you on something and it doesn't transform your life, it's demonic. I don't know what you do for a living. You might be a preacher and getting up there every single Sunday and Wednesday night and you're preaching your heart out. And if you're not preaching the life and truth of Jesus Christ and how he can and will set you free, what is the reason for your teaching? 
Where is there eternal value in you educating the people about Jesus? And teaching them to theologically break Jesus down into a handful of words. What purpose is this in eternity? And now we have associated the wisdom of man with some of the highest degrees known to man. And I have heard and read and seen with my own eyes and ears that you can't be a preacher unless you have one of these degrees. Satan, you are a liar. And the truth is not in you. You do not need education for transformation. That is a lie from the pit of hell. If you are six years old and you receive Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit fell down upon you, you can preach tomorrow, six-year-old. And every year that goes past in your life, you will mature and maturate as a responsible leader. I will pick you any day of the week to be a worker for us. Because you are not dependent on your phobic, educational, demonic wisdom. Since the enemy knows this common sense modality, he has shifted the world to base their self-esteem on learning and storing up facts until they violate this passage. God said this to me personally one night, many years ago when we were living in Arizona. As I'm on my knees, leaning over the bed, groaning and weeping before the Lord, expecting answers... And here's what he said to me. Stephen, why are you always learning but never able to come to the full knowledge of truth? And I had to answer that question before the living God. And my answer was, I have to be in control. You think God was ever going to let me lose sight of that moment? He will not. There are people in ministry. There are people preparing for ministry. Violating, always learning, and never able to come to the full knowledge of truth. Who is truth again? Okay, let's put these together logically. Someone please read that partial verse. When you get to the word truth, just put Jesus' name in. Say it nice and loud. Now preacher, teacher, student, I don't know what your reasons are for hanging on to that piece of paper on your wall. Now, we're handing out certificates in the Identity Matters Worldview Institute, but they're going to read something very unique on these certificates. Because our goal is to have the Institute actually be an acceptable institute for Christian accredited institutions for those students who've got to have those diplomas, preach and teach, of course, But they're going to get 
a training. By the time they graduate or get a certificate that's required of them so they can give it to their school, they'll know this message. The truth is Jesus. The full knowledge of Jesus can only happen one way that I'm aware of. Please 602 me if you know another way to get to the Father. Because I want to hear about it. The only way to get the full knowledge of Jesus is to have him living inside you. And take that frail, weak brain of yours who seems to think it's the biggest thing of eternity and renew your mind internal to the external from the inside outside that is true learning and it can be given to you as a gift 6022922982 so therefore since jesus is the truth we can then discover the enemy's agenda always learning and never able to come to the full knowledge or influence or inheritance of Jesus. Do you know what the biggest problem is in the educational world besides money? Money's a big problem because everyone's going online. But you know what the biggest problem is? They're graduating with degrees they're not using. They're working at McDonald's. They have a bachelor's in business. God only knows the number of people that have a psychology degree. And there's not one single thought that God is going to contribute to that degree. It is one of the greatest deceptions in the the world of education is a degree in either psychology or theology. When I was asked to be a federal chaplain, I asked them one question. When they were ready to badge me. One question. And I wanted to speak to the president. And I was able to address the president. One question. Are you going to require of me. To accept the religious beliefs of others in my chaplaincy. And he said, no, we will not. We believe that Jesus Christ is the answer within our chaplain's ministry. And we believe he needs to be used appropriately in the process of each chaplain. In fact, you will have to sign a piece of paper saying you will not deviate from Jesus being the answer. I said, I'm in. And they badged me. That's all I wanted to know. I'll wear the badge, but don't you pinch me and have to act like some clergy that's going to accept every God that crawls out from underneath the pew. Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life. And no man's going to come to his daddy except through him. Period. This is gone. This is not in this. It's more learning. More learning. They say an average person who is fairly responsible will read up to two to 5,000 words a day. 
Not that much. I wonder what the Internet's doing. They're kids. At what? Seven hours a day now. As the average. Knowledge is the pathway to the tree of knowledge. And I know that I know that Jesus doesn't hang out there and get a couple more degrees. He does not. Demons are clever. Knowledge is not power. God is power. Right? But how many times have you heard that phrase, you know, knowledge is power? What, power to go to hell? Power to be bound by the power of sin? I'll agree with you on that one. But knowledge is condemning your eternal existence. To know of Jesus is your greatest deception. To be able to recite him and preach him and write about him is not impressing God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit at all. The writing of books is endless and the devotion to books is weariness to the mind and body, Solomon said. To that, Solomon, I say, duh! If you want a challenge in your life, ask for a certain percentage of the wisdom that Solomon had. Solomon was a very stupid man. His political strategy was actually to marry the daughters of kings who worshipped other gods as a country so that he could control that country. Do you think it worked? It backfired on him. He was suffering from demonic wisdom. Don't ask for wisdom. Let Christ give it to you. Because it's dangerous. It's painfully dangerous. Those who store up knowledge tend to hang out at a certain tree. And I'm pretty sure it's not the tree of life. This is Satan's way to keep his goats and many believers close by. Satan does not fear goats having knowledge of the holy, something he has a lot of himself. You know, I believe Satan could step up to your average podium at a college and literally blow the minds of the people listening. And most of them are going to get up and walk away from that lecture and say that's some of the most profound things I have ever heard. But not a bit of it is going to bring transformation. In fact, it's proactive in leading the people to follow the teacher. That is evil. To get people to follow a teacher is evil. The goal of making disciples is to be the mediator to get people to literally receive the life of Christ so they movement of walking after the Spirit is all because of the credit of Christ. And you step back as a discipler and are pleased at what's going on and you look to the Lord and say, well done, sir. 
That's not the way we function in our schools today. The cleverness of teaching, the cleverness of this, the cleverness of that, the profound statements, the memorized statements, and the memorized jokes to polish the edges of presentation is evil. You say it as it comes through your gifting. Period. As in my favorite little seven-year-old, who is now 17 years of age, but my little favorite seven-year-old preacher from South America, I can hardly watch one of the videos because I want to go to my knees. Little guy, pacing the stage, requiring the people to open their ears and listen. Seven years old. I wonder how many theological degrees he had. He had theo methodology. The methods of God. This is Satan's way of keeping the goats and the many believers close by him. Satan does not fear goats have a knowledge of the holy He fears the goats discovering access, the way, the truth, the life, access to the knowledge of the holy through being indwelt by Christ. That's what he fears. And if you were a focused warrior, and if you... Don't think through your average deceptive moment that's going on in your life because you've got your head in the sand. And don't realize there's a real on full on game being played on your mind that you can't see. Every day, all day long, while you sleep, when you wake up, there's a full on war going on. For your mind. And you're somehow using your, your methods and your wisdom to try to avoid the reality of who really is playing with your mind. Satan, you are a liar and the truth does not live in you. You cannot have the body of Christ. You guys are empowered. By discernment, you are empowered by the mind of Christ. You are free from the lies of this demonic leader who uses education for transformation. You are a liar, Satan. The entire world has been built on this system of education and degrees of sciences that are leading people to the pit of hell. You say, how in the world can a man talk like this when he's building an institute himself? Come visit us. You'll discover something very unique. Because if it's not done through Christ, it will not be done at all. We need to bring the body back together. To learn through the indwelling mind of Jesus Christ. And if you don't have that, that's a good 602. You need 
to begin to see how true indwelt salvation works effectively. The system that he uses. Here's our identity matter statement. The horrid reality is most of our Christians and their Christian institutions and the churches no longer teach the true gospel of Christ indwelling the convert. You educators, I want you to ask yourself a question or maybe answer mine. When's the last time you saw an altar call or people, students falling on their faces, repenting in school because they were impacted by one of the professors or associate professors with the message of the true gospel and they couldn't make one more step until they repented? Oh, you call that a revival? I call that Normal Christian living. When's the last time, educator? Or have you ever seen it in your institution? We don't pray for revivals. We live them. That's how it works. And Satan himself is fearful of this. Pray for those who really teach the truth. These institutions and Christians, or Christianized Christians, I should say, they tout a lukewarm theology that leaves the student with the method of madness, of following Christ externally by way of knowledge about him. Resulting in knowing about Christ equals being a Christian. If you can recite your salvation experience, good luck with Jesus. Reciting your salvation or having it memorized or having it written down in a date in your Bible does absolutely nothing. If you got a little certificate from your church saying that you made it through your confession week or whatever your church calls it, you've accomplished Nothing in the kingdom of God. The only certified statement you should get is from Jesus' mouth on that day when he says, Excuse me, I do not know you, but I know you. So I study what's between the goats and the sheep. That's my role in life. I want to be able to see a goat when it is dressed up like a sheep. And if a wolf comes in, wolves need goats. Those are the big boys. Those are the devourers. Satan's got plenty of those. So this not only confirmed Satan's goal, but it redirected the global church into the church of Laodicea. Those of you who are unfamiliar with the seven churches, you may read about it in Revelations chapter 3, 2 and 3. 
But there's only seven churches that Jesus is ever going to acknowledge. And your church, your ministry, your salvation experience or following experience comes from one of those seven churches. For God only knows the reason that he has called me to be a preacher among the Laodiceans. They are the most hateful people, rejected people, and immovable in their passivity. I'm like, really, God? Couldn't you have sent me to Philadelphia for a little while? To the ones who just eat up truth and they can't eat enough of it because it's like the, a bowl of your favorite kind of ice cream? No, I get people puking on me. Thanks, God. But you know what it boils down to? Is what gifts did he give me? Because I can't change that. I can't change it. I can't ask for a new order. I can't say, hey, can you turn me into a teacher, a methodical teacher? No. Oh, could you turn me into a pastor? No. Uh, Could you turn me into an administrator? No. You mean I got to keep this prophecy and exhortation thing? Yes. Just yes and no to him. There's no reordering or upgrading to a new device. This is it. You need to discover what is in you. What system is God going to use in you? Bottom line is, don't tell me Satan or his demons are not clever. The church bought into this like sheep being led to the slaughter. If you've been listening to this podcast and you've been bothered in any way, that could be a sign and evidence you're being moved by the Holy Spirit for one of two reasons. One, that you are not saved and you're going to the pit of hell as a Christian. Christians go to hell. Christ followers go to hell. Or if you're a true indwelt believer, you're not a Christian. You're not a follower of Jesus. He's doing the walking and the talking through you. That's the authentic, real deal. Born again, Christian. That's what you want to call it. But if the Spirit of God is moving on you right now, it could be for salvation. This might be your selected day. This might be the selected hour. I would be happy to discuss this with you at 602-292-2982 and have a little conversation, maybe clarifying a few details so that you can enter that gate. But maybe you're just angry and your undies are in a grunchy and you're just all kind of whacked out about what you heard because you never heard it quite put that way before. And to you I say, use the 602 number. I am far more compassionate and tender on 101s than I am when you put me behind this podium. I'm telling you, whatever is moving you, you need to reach out to a true indwell believer and teacher 
to get your poopy in a groupie. You need this movement of God. Thank you for joining us tonight. This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at IOMAmerica.org. That's IOMAmerica.org.